Hi. Welcome to the LNS Fables podcast. I'm Liv. And I'm Sterling. And we're going to answer one of your questions about writing, our books, or the indie author process. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at LS Fables or here on Spotify. If you want more writing tips and tricks or information about our latest releases, join our newsletter at lsfables.com. Today, our topic is from one of our readers. Becca wants to know how we keep producing so much content. And for those of you who may not be aware, not only have we published four books in 2021, we also started a Kindle Ve- Kindle Kindle Vela series, The Thistle Queen's Thorns, which was producing and is still producing an episode a week since, uh, what, July? I think, was it July? The first week of July? First or second week of July. Basically, let's call it July. Okay. Um, so that means that we have produced four books and at least, uh, at this point, 39 chapters of a different series in one year. Yes. Um, what you may not know, even if you're a, a avid follower of us, is that we actually wrote um, one and a half other books during 2021 as well, which did not get published or um, released Yes, due to various reasons. All of a prequel for the Call of Calamity series and some About- 170,000 words into the first book of an epic fantasy. Yeah. So... From what y'all see on the outside, the content we've produced is Thistle Queen's Thorns and Call of Calamity and Shepherd Shepherd of Souls. But we've actually produced an additional book and a half. um, Book and three quarters. (laughs) Book and three quarters as well as all of that. So that's a really good question without even perhaps knowing the extent of the question. How do we produce so much content? Well, I think the answer is pretty simple. And that's that we do this most every day. It's we sit down and we write or we edit. We're we're working on this, on our stuff most every day. Pretty much, yeah. I would say we had some head starts that maybe most people wouldn't have. We started writing in 2020 during the lockdown in the United States. Ah, true. Everything was shut down. You couldn't go to a movie theater. You couldn't go to a restaurant. You couldn't go out except for grocery shopping. I couldn't work for a whole month. I was out of work. Yeah. um, My business was also shut down because um, I I own another business besides this one, and I couldn't see clients. I couldn't do anything. So there was effectively an entire month where Liv and I had nothing to do but right with each other. But right with each other to keep ourselves from going insane. Yes. So we did produce, in that month, I think we made Vassal and Part of Priestess. It wasn't just Vassal? No. Okay. I I think we started Vassal before COVID hit. Yes, a couple of weeks before COVID hit. Okay. So then we finished Vassal and wrote a little bit of Priestess. Mm-hmm. So this is the prequel that wasn't published. Right. So right there in 2020, we were able to create a massive amount of content just because we literally had nothing else to do. Yes. And that is not a luxury everybody's going to have. It's like a super rare thing. Like that hopefully should not happen. Again. Again. Yeah. I don't, don't want to go through another lockdown. As much work we got done. 
Yeah. And then also 2020, Liv lived in Alabama at the time, and there were several hurricanes. Yes. Um, and that kind of affected our ability to work as well in some positive ways and in some negative ways. Yeah. Often with hurricanes, there's quite a lot of loss of power. So I feel like we lost more time than we gained during that period. Mm. Yeah. There might have been a couple of days near the end where I couldn't get to work but could write. Yeah. But for so the most there was part, like nothing but time. Yeah. For the most part, it was no power or water. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fun things. So we did start off with a slight bell curve. Like we were ahead of the curve because we had a month of doing nothing but writing. Yes. But I think as a podcast listener, the most interesting thing would probably be how we balance our lives because we do have quite a lot going on. Mm. I have a full-time job. You have an entire another business that you run by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, we have family and friends and things that we like spend our time doing. Yeah, we do a lot of cooking. Yeah. And projects. I recently purchased another house and it's a big undertaking with lots of um renovation stuff going on. Yeah. And I'm a full-time RVer and that takes upkeep upkeep every week to make it make sure everything keeps running well. Mhm. So we live pretty busy lives. Mhm. I would agree. So how do we balance producing really incredible amounts of content with living full, busy lives? Well, we've created a schedule and we stick to it to the absolute best of our abilities. Yes. We started doing that back before Thistle Queen's Thorns when we knew that we wanted to produce Kindle Vela as well as our regular books. We had to sit down and agree that these were the days that we were going to work on the books. These were the days that we were going to work on Kindle Vela. And, like, we gave ourselves weekly deadlines, basically. Yes. So every morning, basically, our schedule is I wake up. I usually go to the gym when I'm I've, when I've not been sick recently. Get home by 8, and we're that's when we start writing mm-hmm. until I usually work uh, in the afternoons and evenings. So we do that every day I work, and then days I'm off, we usually get a little bit more writing. Mm-hmm. We do have some built-in free time during the week. Yeah, and we've also designed the way we run our business to be... Uh, the best use of our time. So, for instance, if you're a writer and you are your own publicist, um, I don't know if that's the right word, social media person, (laughs) I guess would probably be the word. There's something called Planoly, and you can sync up your social media accounts to this calendar and in one day schedule all of your posts. So you're not having to be on social media every day. You're not having to post all the time. You're not having to deal with that kind of stuff. You do it once a month. You get all of your content created. And then you have time to focus on your craft, which is writing. Yes. Um, so that you're not constantly having to do social media and email and that stuff. I write our uh, newsletters and Liv edits them. I write those sometimes months in advance if yes. I know there's 
something going to be happening and I want to remember to make sure that we definitely talk about this topic on this month um, in the newsletter. So anytime I have free time that lives not available, I'm utilizing it. I'm going and getting Instagram ideas. I'm taking photos of our books. I'm going and writing our, our um, newsletter stuff. Yeah. And so it's like when we finally need to do those projects, the information's already there. We're not taking any extra time out to, oh, let's go research that real quick. It's like, no, here is the content. It has already been created. It just needs to be edited. Or here's the idea. It's already been written down. Or here are the photos. I've already taken them. Yes. And that goes along with the same idea. I don't think we talk about it a lot or even consider it a lot, but we stay organized. Mm-hmm. Sterling and I keep a record of all of our information, quotes from beta readers and other readers that we can use in social media posts, notes on stories that we need to address, all this kind of information in one place so that we can access it quickly. And that, I think, really helps to keeping us organized and being able to produce instead of spending so much time doing other stuff. Yeah, I would say that the reason why we're able to produce so much content is largely in part because we have scheduled ourselves to do so and we have created an environment that fosters the ability to focus on creating content by yes. being organized, by having things easily accessible. Okay, today's our Instagram, today's our Planoly day. Where are all the photos? What quotes are we using? What are the things? And we don't have to go take 10 photos today because I've already taken 40 of them two weeks ago when I had a free time, a free minute. And that's yeah. not to say that Liv doesn't do it either. Um, she absolutely does, and some of our prettiest photos have been taken by Liv. But... I tend to be the one who has more random chunks of time available because I do own my own, my other business. And I, that means that sometimes I'm really, really busy and other times I suddenly have days free because nobody needed a, a session that day. Whereas Liv has a traditional schedule. She's always going to be working Wednesdays, you know? Yes. Um, but because of that, we're able to, because we're able to schedule around that, knowing that you will have extra time here and there you're able to do the daily upkeep on our social media accounts. Yeah. Um, I don't do the day-to-day -day talking and liking and commenting on posts because my job takes up so much more time. Mm -hmm. And I, the, I think that brings us to the other thing that allows us to um, produce so much. And that other thing is that we're a team. Now, not every indie author out there is going to have that um, partner that partner that really it's that's not the word I'm looking for I'm looking for opportunity advantage really it is having another person to split the work with is a huge advantage in running um, a self-publishing business yeah for sure so like can't recommend that enough <laughs> and I understand that it's not necessarily possible for everyone to, run, to write with someone else or mm -hmm. to bring in a second person into their self-publishing business but truly it is the key for our ability to produce so much while also managing two other jobs right 
And the other thing also would be, um, the other thing would be that when we're writing, we are writing. We've talked about this in the past, but it's like, now's not the time to research the boat. Now's not the time to get sucked into the um, random name generator black hole. <laughs> so when we're writing, we are writing. And if there's something that needs to be worked on, unless it's absolutely crucial to the forward momentum of the story, we will just plug in something. Name boat here. Research this later. <laughs> like in bold, in caps, and we just keep writing. We don't pause to research in the moment. We don't pause to edit in the moment. Yes. We just write. So our writing schedule currently is that we write in the mornings. Um, that may change soon. Yeah. But we write. We don't write a little bit and then research how the boats are made and then write a little bit more. It's like we get, like, honestly, on average, a chapter done. Yeah. Especially Thistle Queen Sorns. It's always a chapter every Monday. Yeah. A chapter is going to be written and a chapter is going to be edited every yes. Monday for Thistle Queen's Thorns. And so. that's kind of kind of big, especially our Thorns episodes aren't tiny. No. They average at about 3,000 words. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little less. Okay. So the last thing I would say, and this is kind of maybe not super, super helpful, but... Liv is the slower writer, and she's not even that slow. We both <laughs> type quickly. Yeah. I type a lot faster. But I'm like, the standard for me is not normal. You're still fast for an average person. I think I'm actually right on average. All right. Well, never mind. You're slowing us down. <laughs> You've been telling me that this whole time anyway. Yeah. Liv is a speed reader, which can be really cool, but not necessarily the best for editing. I would not recommend speed reading when editing. I've seen her miss really normal things that she traditionally would catch whenever she's speed reading. Um, really simple things sometimes. And I don't know if that's true for all speed readers. I'm not a speed reader, so I don't know. But Liv can read unbelievably quickly, and I can type really fast. But that is something that you can work on if you're a really, really, really slow writer. Literally, the writing part is slow for you. There are ways around that. There's technologies that you can talk into a microphone and it'll transcribe for you. That's um, my cousin who had muscular dystrophy. He used that um, for his computer because he, he couldn't use his hands. But there's no reason why um, anybody could use that technology. And then on top of that, when I was in school, we literally had writing, like, typing classes. Um, there's a certain way to hold your hands on a keyboard that will make you the most effective and the fastest. You can learn that. There's not, It's like learning a language. You can learn how to type faster. So if what's slowing you down in producing content is literally the writing, the physical writing, you can make that faster. Yeah. I do think if I was going to gauge importance, really um, organize the information you need. If it's story related, keep a document of character names and places and maps and your outline all in one place. And then for business related thing, keep all of that information in one place and set aside time in your schedule however often you can. 
if it's not every day, I get that. Some people have kids. They take up a lot of time. <laughs> um, yeah. Then make that time in your schedule somewhere and make sure you spend that time that you give yourself to write and to produce content. Actually doing the writing, not the researching or something else. Actually to... producing content. Yeah. Um, not letting yourself fall down the procrastination black like black hole <laughs> right and on that train of thought we do have a podcast on outlining we're able to produce because we're never going what's next we know what's next because we've oh, outlined true. so well outlining is also a, a tool for getting um words on the page yeah so definitely recommend that podcast though i don't think we should get too deeply into the outlining process no no we went like a whole podcast into it so if you need help outlining go listen to that podcast but having an outline tells you where you're going so you we've never opened the word document and been like wait what are we doing now what should go next we know because we've outlined it and sometimes we've had to edit and change to make more sense but we're never going to stare at a blank page and just hope that inspiration will strike we know what's going next um, so we have the outline to fall back on. We're really well organized. Uh, we specifically get our social media stuff handled ahead of time and in one batch instead of having to handle it every day. And we, um, have each other. Yes. And we physically type quickly. Um, and set aside time. Yeah. We're it's, regular time. It's scheduled. That is us writing. I, I think those are... Pretty much how we're producing Pretty content. Much, yeah. Unless the actual question is, how do you have so much information, uh, inspiration? <laughs> which is like a totally different different topic. topic. Um, and which I guess we can cover. Yeah, we could definitely time. cover in a different podcast. How do we have so much inspiration? Haven't we but talked about that? Maybe. I mean, we mostly just talk about how I have random ideas and that's that. <laughs> um, so I hope that that's helpful for everyone. And uh, let's see. I think that's about it. Do you have any other things that you think is why we produce so much content? Because um, you're constantly haranguing me. Yeah, it does help <laughs> to have someone in your corner who is like a taskmaster. Yeah. Um, I enjoy writing. So for me, the writing part is fun. I want to do the fun thing. So I'm always like, let's do the fun thing. And I know that I have to do everything else to get to do the fun thing. Yeah, that's fair. I enjoy it, too. Quite a lot. Oh, good. I was really worried about that. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> All righty, then. Well, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Alice Fables or here on Spotify. And you can always join our newsletter at ellisfables.com.